with hoes through my pants. What's straight up? They gonna be shorty's gonna be a thug. Said he gonna be. They gonna be. Said he gonna be. Shorty's gonna be a thug. Said he gonna be. They gonna be. Said he gonna be. Shorty's gonna be a thug. Said he gonna be. They gonna be. Said he gonna be. Shorty's gonna be a thug. How y'all doing? We're back for season two. Welcome back. All right, for y'all who don't know, this is Toy Talk. I'm your boy D. Call me Dad. How y'all doing? And Robert Malave here, the one and only, the one and lonely. It's been a tough week. That's why we're doing this for y'all. <laughs> so y'all I'm doing this for you guys what's, uh, what's up kitties what's up playboy what are y'all up to yeah you enjoying your summer vacation <laughs> what are we gonna talk about uh, we're gonna talk about hip hop we're gonna talk about graffiti and we're gonna talk about the neighborhood all that shit yeah and probably more yeah whatever pops in our head really cause this shit is like what was that tag I suggested to you like more one. Oh, the hashtag. Yeah, the uh, make one. Make one. Not hashtag. Like oh. literally, like a tag. tag. Oh, I thought you were talking like about tag. Make one. Oh. How'd that pop up? We were talking about DIY culture. Yeah. Because you wanted one of those sticker slappers. Yeah, like it's a really cool gadget that fucking like helps you get in high spots for a fucking slap. Yeah, well, you're like, you're like, I want one. And I was like, make one. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, we probably could. It's all PCE pipe or something like that. Make your own shit. Yeah. I don't like how much they don't cost, but I could probably sell it. <laughs> yeah. Really want to. Also, those uh, vandal pegs. Well, I guess. Street pegs. Yeah, street pegs. Yeah. Street pegs. For those of you that don't know, uh, all you raft riders out there, get yourself a street peg. Yeah. A lot of times it's like a, a bicycle pedal, right? It looked like one, but uh, you probably. DIY one out of a fucking uh, bike pedal for sure. Yeah, and then you stick that shit in the side of a sign and you climb up that sign and you slap your sticker nice and high. Yeah, like those uh, square ones with the holes in it where they put it up three times and shit. Um, that literally fits right in there and uh, you use it as a step. It's pretty dope. Don't know why. I like the stick method though, but also I don't want to carry around a big stick with me. You know what's funny? You carry around too, like, oh, it's a selfie stick. Actually, I kind of do want to carry around a stick. Yeah. If you could, like, jerry-rig, like, that end for the sticker on a selfie stick and just walk around like a tourist, you gotta sell some camouflage. I, my problem is I'm trying to, I like, I like, I like graph material that, uh, doesn't look too sketchy to bystanders. Like, I just went to, um, right. Knott's Berry Farm oh, yeah? the other day, and, like, Disney... Disney, I have to be real careful. They don't even want me to bring my harmonica up in Disneyland. Really? But Knott's Ferry Farm, they're fine with harmonica. They didn't like the weed pen. And the thing that they complained about also was the scribe that I had with me. Like right. Like keychain scribe that I got from Mad Bomber. Yeah. And I just threw that shit away. I was like, fine. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I grabbed two from the re-up because I broke mine or lost it from Mad Bomber because I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah, those micro marker... Um, things what do they call them camouflage mm -hmm. keychain ring thing yeah that was tight i love that thing yeah I'm, I'm happy to see you're coming around to scribes yeah it's a lot for some people uh 
the idea of the destruction behind the scribe. For those of you that don't know, scribes are are literal just daggers that you carve into things with. Yeah, like they actually sell at Home Depot if you want to pay three bucks for it, which yeah. you don't need to do. Um, they're just like a pen that it's, don't know what the tip's made of, but it scratches into things so yeah. that you can mark it. Glass for, and plastic really well. Yeah, I think it was the one at the Home Depot did metal, so you can like scratch into that and say, hey, this is the... Countless gas stations. Yeah. Um, I do any kind of plastic, really. Bathrooms. Yeah, paper towel dispenser. Everything. <laughs> Everything you can carve into. But, um, yeah. The, yeah, and it's, it's, it's almost closer to pure vandalism. Yeah, because it's like you're scratching into the actual surface. It's really permanent. You're really putting your money where your mouth is yeah. at that point. Like, you could walk around anything really scratches, and then you carry around, like, a dirty rag or whatever, um, and you just kind of wipe it, and you got yourself dirt in that fucking thing already. It's funny. I guess it wasn't that hard of a transition for me, because even my first inclinations towards graffiti and being a graph writer um, could be seen when I was a teenager, and I was just out destroying shit. Like, we would go out together, me and, like, some friends, and we would just destroy somewhere like destroy all the signs in a park destroy the bench yeah it wasn't just <laughs> shit sit on fire at some time oh, i was know, uh, my house use slingshots <laughs> just pure vandalism and i wasn't even really throwing tags back then but other uh what was your like first signs that you might like to be a vandal <laughs> The word, uh, like, the word vandal is still, like, sketchy in my head, even though it's exactly You're what I'm criminal. doing. I know, right? Like, that saying I'm a criminal doesn't phase me so much. But, like, the word vandalism is just, like, I don't really think so. Describe totally. But, like, yeah. paint and, like, throwing paint color. On, like yeah, it doesn't. Like, it really doesn't. It's, like, I don't know. But for the first uh, time I... Basically, it was the first time I got caught and felt like a fucking criminal. Was uh, in elementary school, they just built like a wall ball or whatever to play with the, the so the kids can play on it at recess uh -huh. and shit or with it. And um, I had a chain wallet connected to my uh, belt loop, and I took the chain and and I wrote on the wall, and it I didn't know it was gonna make a mark, but it did. And I was like, oh, interesting. I didn't know if this round key ring thing could make a fucking mark and it did uh -huh. and um i was like cool and my friends saw me do it uh -huh. and they wanted to try and i'm like sure because i want to play wall ball and i got bored <laughs> waiting in line to be next or whatever right and natural yeah things started to happen yeah but the thing was i didn't get caught like i just did it and went about my business and my let vandalism my almost coincides with puberty <laughs> I don't know. I feel like most people start doing their first vandalism around ages six years old to nine, or something. Some start like that. earlier, but it's just like some like later, some earlier. But like around that. puberty, puberty is like what nine through fifteen. It's definitely near the end of that. Earlier kind of and yeah. later for some people, right. things, but yeah. But my friends got caught with that fucking key ring. Yeah. And fucking uh, snitched me out. <laughs> Side note, wall ball, my memories of wall ball were just vicious. Yeah, we played like, butts up. And that's a horrible game. Butts up's great. Oh, I love that. See, okay. <laughs> wall ball, though, I just remember certain people being, I don't, 
I, I can't imagine it was me because I was always one of the tallest kids. But I remember tall, maybe it was me doing it to the kids. But I remember people <laughs> in wall ball just being tall, playing little kids and just like fucking doing like a rainbow and like oh. just, you know, just like bashing it. Right. Just fucking them up and being vicious. But I don't have good memories on wall ball or four square. Oh, four, four square. square. I like four square. Yeah. I remember snotty kids controlling it. Yeah, that's very true. It's like, and then like house rules, whoever was playing got to control the rules or whatever. Yeah. Who was in King Square got to make up rules and shit. Then I moved and I got to become that kid. Because <laughs> I was in a new neighborhood and I was like, I'm going to leave it to Beaverville here in the suburbs. Yeah, I always went to the same school. I was in the same like district to go to the same schools, but I never had that like, oh, I'm going to this school. What the fuck? <laughs> um, like, I'm going to this school. I'm like, okay, see you again. But I moved constantly though. For sure, but um, it's it's funny the like the, the I, I put a post on Instagram recently about um, I think graffiti culture is always going to be tied to youth culture because a it's easier to run away from the police when you're young and climb shit and b um, it's like a natural thing for you to do when you're a child to write on a wall or to write like I did, you know, growing up with my mom when we'd go grocery shopping, write on the doors and the frozen section on the fog. And I would just fill the shit up with like, <laughs> you know, some type of face I would draw and I would just like write it on every single door or, you know, writing on the wall or breaking shit. There's all these like, um, I think they're very natural instincts. Yeah. Just like, uh, you know, my cat, my, my cats vandalize my house like yeah. a motherfucker, you know? Like my cat, Cleo, she just fucks up the corner of my bed. And she that's her corner now. Yeah, my cat would do it in chairs. We had to teach him not to do that. Stop. Or yeah. buy them. There's a special thing to vandalize, like yeah. cardboard all yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah. And it's just them expressing, like, themselves. But there's, like, this concept of property and capitalism and all this <laughs> shit that we condemn it for i just thought of something capitalistic like do they even sell things you could slap on or like put on a corner of a table and or couch and or chair that is just for the cat so they could do that without yeah sure they thing? do okay I'm and then like i don't want to be that guy like oh i have this great idea let's fucking capitalize on it dude i'm so conflicted and like my 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 little kitties uh cleopatra and prince the we're domesticizing them, right? Because mm. they, they were, we actually adopted them. They're street kitties. But um, my little cat, Cleo, as soon as she gets outside now, she just goes and run. She tries to run away at a certain point. Tries to jump the fence and, like, go out. We don't want her to get hit by a car and all this shit. Right. So then we, like, pull her back inside. Mm -hmm. And so she'll be sitting at the window, like, looking at me, like, meowing for freedom. And I'm like... Uh, I, I'll like walk oh. her outside and show her like all the escape routes, and I'm like, yeah, maybe one day you can get up there, but I hope not, because if you get hit by a car, it's gonna be on my conscience, right? Because we domesticized you, because humans are fucked up. But uh, are you, just, are you saying pets are slaves now? Pets definitely are slaves. <laughs> I feel like you can't like animals thoroughly without feeling fucked up about keeping them right. in boxes. I can see that. I, I don't have that clone. Like, I'm like, great, it's my dog, cool. But, like, I, I know it's not, okay. I get you. I get it's you. Great. I get you. But, no, there was a meme online or something like that about, like, oh, this dog and his job or whatever. And I'm like, 
don't feel proud for his dog. His dog's a fucking slave right now. He didn't yeah. choose to be a fucking senile dog. He's not trying to serve. Yeah, he's not trying to fucking sniff out drugs from the TSA and shit. Like, no, that dog's a fucking slave. And I mentioned that to whoever, and then she made this leap to what you were saying uh-huh. was, um, oh, so all pets are slaves? And I'm like, yeah. You want to come down to me? Yeah. Yeah. And we tried to domesticize humans, too. Yeah, with whips and chains and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but man, like, I was just like, I thought about it for a second. I was like, yeah, but like, I'm not that deep into it. But yeah, I was like, I love my pets. It's true. I love my pets too. Like, I've had pets ever since I was a kid. I feel fucked up about it. Anyways, let's get back to some. Uh, happy birthday, you old fuck you, <laughs> shepherd fairy. <laughs> Obey. Yeah. Turn thirty. Yeah. What? It's been doing that shit for 30 years. Wait, turned 30? Yeah, it's like your anniversary. I'm not sure if it's oh, like... Oh, 30 years of graffiti. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant he turned 30. I was no, like... No, that dude... No. It's like 40 years. You're a liar. Yeah. I would be upset. Yeah. I'd be like, we should be friends. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, hey, like-minded individual. Yeah, he's super old. Yeah. He's like in, what, in his 70s now? I don't think he's 70, dude, but definitely like... <laughs> He might have been, like, what, 18 in the 90s? So he's closer to maybe 15, right? Just math. I don't know, a little bit bit of math there. That means I'm close to 40. I'm closer to 40 than you are, but... (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, man. I have a special place in my heart for Obey because they were, like... uh, Shepard was in San Diego for a hot number of years, and I saw um, the original um, Obey Giant. Uh Star and face and eyeballs. That shit was everywhere. All over San Diego. That shit was was fucking. You couldn't go anywhere without seeing it. It was is dope. And then I found out who he was when I started this journey into graffiti, and uh, just blown the fuck away. Yeah, his shit. The the consistency too. I'm just such a fucking schizo. I gotta have a different tag for every emotion, <laughs> and like every time I'm out and shit. And, well, and also different surfaces and different, like, it, there's so much that goes into my impulses and, and what I actually create to write the same character or use the same sticker too many times. I get, like, tired of it. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of on that way, but I think I'm going away from letters and into characters. Yeah. Which, well, and that, I think that's why... Yeah hand styles become so important then because if i develop like a style of the way that i write anything that i write right or a signature color or something like that then i can have the same effect as going all city and whatnot but yeah with characters as long as you have like like you could even do the same thing with characters Mm -hmm. you could write a thousand different faces with the same style right that's what kind of like uh limited people i know uh whale bomb does Uh uh-huh and um he had some weird, like, uh, thing online trying to, uh, you know how they have those uh, gifts that, like, flash through a bunch of different characters or whatever, and if you take a screenshot of the certain one, you get a prize or whatever? Yep. He did something like that with uh, these these whales, Daddy Tags, and there was so many, and it was so funny because I looked at them all, and I came to the contest late, and he was still replying to me. He was like, you know, hey, dude, like, you know, you're fucking late, and there's three winners already. I'm like, I just want to get it. And he was really nice about it. He's like, oh, there it is. And I was like, oh, shit. But, yeah, he went through a bunch. I forgot mm-hmm. why I brought that up. <laughs> Talk about it too much. Um, I think you want to be Whale Bomb's boyfriend. 
No, but I've talked <laughs> to him. And I like I wanted to know more people in the uh, You up in his community. DMs. I did. But like he was kind of inviting people into his DMs. So I'm like, <coughs> hey. Yeah, he seems real nice. Yeah, he's, he's a cool cat from That's what good. I've <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. Uh he just I don't know, he's not one of those dicks who's like, yeah, fucking toy, fucking whatever. Fucking toy? Yeah. Graffiti isn't political. <laughs> Forgot about that dick. But anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about zines. Cool. I just got a new one. Um, Escapism Magazine. It's pretty sick. It's an uh, indie magazine. There's 275 prints, and I got... Wait, 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 wait. Is it a magazine or is it a zine? Oh, shit. Is there a difference? Um, I'm going to say yes, even though I'm not sure. Yes? Why? Why is there? What do you think the difference is? Publishing and advertising, maybe. Yeah. And maybe, uh, let's see. Uh, I ain't quizzing you. I don't know myself. Yeah. I I bet you they're, I bet you they're different. I'm like, subject matter? No. No, because magazines cover all I bet you it is an indie. An indie. Versus like, produced. Yeah. Like an independent press versus, like, let's say, an established. There's a question on Google. Yeah. Uh, as nouns, the difference between zine and magazine is that zine is a low circulation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that zine is a low circulation, non commercial publication of original or appropriated text and images. Especially one of them. So that's a zine you got. Tight. Ain't no magazine. Ain't no magazine. All right. Yeah. I think this other one is done. This is highly fucking circulated. Yeah. Might be limited press, but this is very fucking limited. I had to um, DM this. I had to DM the uh, Instagram to get a fucking copy. Is it escapism? Escapism. Or is it or is it escapisms or is it escapism two? Yeah, escapism two. Uh, It's the second. It's the second issue that's out right now. I don't even think you get the copy of the first one. But, um. A big butt plug mop. Yeah. Homemade shits me up like a sock and a fucking sponge. <laughs> yeah. Y'all should make your own mops if you haven't tried it before. Make your own ink. Yeah. Take a sponge, put it in a bottle, put that ink in there, and. Learn how to arts and crafts shit. Because you can make, like, uh. I had an idea for it. You know the Roland deodorant? Mm-hmm. That's a big fucking ball. And I'm like, dude, you can probably put some ink in there. Oh, bitch. yeah. I haven't seen anyone do it. I've seen people use it for paint, yeah. like for kids and shit. So I'm like, that's my next idea. Fuck yeah. yeah. Dollar store fucking roll-on deodorant. Yeah. What's in that zine, though? Um, it's interviews with a bunch of uh, graffiti artists. It's uh, a magazine all about uh, tags. So you get none of that trains or letters or bubbles or throw-ups or pieces, none of that stuff. It's all about the art of the tag. I've been interviewing a bunch of people. I love tags. Yeah, the guy in the cover has that butt plug... <laughs> Yeah, mop, yeah. and he was talking about how he nothing would uh, on the market was big enough for him. Yeah. So he made like a PCV pipe and like some connectors and a uh, leather polish polish die yeah. um, thing. Yeah, I haven't read all of it yet, but um, it's got one of my favorite um, graffiti vandals, Lady K. She's up in this piece. I used to make my own mops and make my own squeezers and shit like that but fucking i find i destroy my shit so thoroughly <laughs> like well i guess not as much anymore let's kind of talk about that yeah this guy it's not as much anymore but i because the paint destroys shit 
Right. Like like how we were talking about if, it, if it's vandalism or not or scribes and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like paint is corrosive. <laughs> Sometimes, it, like, uh, especially the graffiti ink and whatnot, make, they yeah. make it corrosive on purpose so you get ghosts and shit like that. Yeah. Just like even, of... you know, like paint shirts, shirts that yeah. I wear when I'm painting, like on the job and shit. I'm a, a scenic painter. For those of you that don't know, check out the Instagram, robmal19. Well, y'all probably came from there, but <laughs> I have paint shirts, and I don't care. I'll get paint on them, and I'll wipe the paint on it. But after, like, a year or so, it's destroyed. <laughs> like, that shirt's completely destroyed from the paint. Yeah. And mops get the same way. Yeah, I had one pop on me. It was funny. And it, like, sprinkled on my shoes, and I'm just like... Okay, these are my graffiti shoes now. <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny. I went out to go. I went to go fucking like put on a thing. All of a sudden, I just heard a splash, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And I'm just like, "It's everywhere." My brand new car has the big neon green streaks on the door, and the big pink blotch on the driver's seat. <laughs> uh, I think me some covers from target yeah i noticed one too i think i got a smudge of i'm very very try to keep things clean even though i'm in this fucking game um a little bit of silver crink ink on my uh my driver's seat yeah and then and then that's you could say oh well then i'll just get less permanent ink and shit for when i'm like bombing or just to keep on me regularly but then it's like what the fuck's the purpose then I know, right <laughs> like semi-permanent shit is just lame that's why I'm like... Unless you, your hands suck. Yeah. My... Yeah. <laughs> Get the shit out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I definitely am happy sometimes when I, like, hit a lazy tag at the end of a night, and it's ugly, and it was a shitty paint. Yeah. I'm like, thank God. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's uh, fuck, what was I going to say? I'm losing my track. Fuck. Uh, shitty tags. They're all shitty to me. <laughs> <laughs> your hands are coming along so much faster than mine did. It took fucking, it, I think it took about three years until I started really like feeling in control of myself when I would write a word. How long has it been for me? It's almost been a year now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I'm starting to get control and seeing how I write and where the letters go, starting um, a certain letter. Uh, from different points mm. to see if I can do it, if it looks different, if I can get it the, the look I want. And I've come across a few, and I'm like, this is pretty dope. Yeah, for me, I think it's that transfer from performance artist to fine artist. There's, a, there's an aspect of, of graph that like makes me... I, I tend to be more of an ex expressionistic when I paint, and that like I, I paint like a dancer, right? Like the emotions go through me, and I make gestures. You know, and fucking, but then that doesn't mean that visually it's going to look that great mm. or have like aesthetic value to it or have some type of controlled process to it. So it took a long time to do that. But yeah, there's a, there's this cat who's, um, there's a few videos out on him and, um, the person I follow, Lady K is like, really not i don't know if they're impressed but they're inspired by them mm -hmm. um i just looked at his name and i can't remember it uh sano s-a-n-o and um what up, sano? yeah sano a hba crew so he's straight out of uh sweden 
uh, Stockholm, I believe, and um, he's just a mad cat. Like, I saw the video, and he just kind of gets into a flow, and he just destroys. Like, if yeah. he's on an empty train traveling somewhere, he'll fuck the entire thing up yeah. from, like, back to front. Uh, floor, ceiling, walls, windows, doesn't give a fuck. I don't think he does seats. That's how I go on bathrooms. Yeah, and I'm just like, holy shit. And it's really kind of funny, too, because he doesn't think of himself as, like, I guess good enough to be in one of these things. But um, people, some people call him king. Some people call him a toy. Uh, he thinks of himself as a toy. But, like, he's got his own unique kind of style. It's, it's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. But it's wild. Like, watching him go, it's just he's, like... Hits it, hits it, and just keeps going, and yeah. it's pretty sick. It's wild. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's yeah. Once yeah. it starts flowing, it's hard from to stop for me. Right. I'm super cautious about my shit. Yeah. But like, uh, when when we did the slaps the other night, I was finding a rhythm with that. Like, where can yeah. I put it? I don't want to do it too often because I did a solo run once, and I felt like I hit three spots within like five feet. I'm like, that's stupid. Why am I doing that? And. Um, I was like, nah, <laughs> I gotta spread this out. I gotta mm-hmm. put it in, I gotta think of where I'm putting these and where it's effective and whatnot. And I think I found a few. Uh, yeah, not me. Like, I started hitting the wall and I'm like, I wanna fill. Well, I, see, I was always that kid ever since I was little that I'd fill up a page if I was drawing or painting on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd always fill all the way to the corners and shit. And I feel that's kind of the same way with walls. Like, I almost, you know, like if I'm hitting a pole, I feel like I'm trying to own that pole somewhat right, with, okay. with like my art, I guess, on it. Like I've I've bombed out stop signs and stuff with nothing but, you know, postage slaps from head to toe, <laughs> like just completely covering them. Right, that's fun to do. Right. Uh, shout out the last thing for uh, Sano. You can see the video at the uh, Tags and Throwies channel on fucking YouTube. I recommend checking that out or uh, his. Instagram. Another person to check out, Apexer, one of the legends. His shit really is the YouTube videos of him that uh, he kind of goes through his hand styles. He comes out. He comes out of the Bay Area, but um, he's a really good graph writer, and he just had this solo show, and he's doing some some fine art now. Um, but you know he. He has a couple of these pieces where he uses a, a Boston fat cap and he just he'll just do simple sprays like just making the the halo um, uh, halo and drag pull and drag drag and pull I forgot what he called mm-hmm. the pieces but it's just showing off his technique that he does when he makes graffiti and it's gorgeous he just replicates it over and over again on the canvas and it's better than some people's tags. <laughs> it's right. like essentially just quotation marks over and over and over and over and over again yeah like i don't know if there's an idea behind it but there's definitely like a style and like a, a vision of what they're going for well it's um, like art it's art for art's sake you could say at that point yeah uh but let me ask you a question uh what do you think about these graffiti writers street vandals you call them um dissing on people who go onto um fine art or canvas what do you think of that like is that i mean i I think that the the impulses to not sell out um the impulses to say that money is evil um the impulses that once you work your way up in capitalism and 
and and allowing your artistic process and and vision to be exploited uh it causes people fear is a correct impulse Mm -hmm. like okay like like yeah you should definitely be skeptical about anybody trying to put you on um but at the same time get money right gotta live um i think let me clarify a little bit um when it goes onto a canvas, is it no longer graffiti? Like yeah, graffiti no. is like graffiti has to be vandalism. Vandalism, Van, vandal, vandalism mm-hmm. could be me peeing on a wall. <laughs> but right. if I spell my name with my P, right, then it's graffiti. Okay. <laughs> so vandalism has to be illegal. Right. It's damaging someone else's property. Mm-hmm. Graffiti is doing it with letters. And okay. Then, okay. All and right. Then, and then doing it on a canvas is just art. <laughs> I think graffiti can be art. Like, let's say it's not on canvas. Mm-hmm. But, like, people will say oh, graffiti is not art. I'm like, well, it is because there's technique mm-hmm. behind it. And there's, there's a purpose behind it. And there's a vision that you mm-hmm. complete. Like, the wall is the canvas, mm-hmm. per se. The speaker just turned off. Um, the wall is the canvas, per se, and then you're just painting on it, even though it's not a literal canvas, it's a wall, and you can get arrested for it. Totally. That kind of shit. So I'm like, graffiti is art, but art isn't graffiti yeah, it's, in it is, sense. It is stupid to say that mm-hmm. graffiti isn't art, because you can do graffiti your entire life, and then decide in your 50s in your 50s that you're going to be an artist and be a great artist. Yeah. And that's not by coincidence. Like, yeah. there's a ton of graph writers that have been doing graffiti their whole lives and now, like, Retina or... Scene. Scene, yeah. That that now are being in, um, not only in studios, but being uh, 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 hired to paint entire hotels and right. cars and theater sets and all these things that require artists... Because they are artists. Yeah, there's like, a there's uh, a local guy actually uh, coming up like that. I'm not sure how long he's been doing it, but I'm sure he's been doing it for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. Ethos. Mm-hmm. Um, I see him on his Instagram all the time doing uh, live art, um, mm-hmm. like things for people to buy, donate and shit like that at breweries and whatnot. But also he does interiors for people. He does tattoo studios and other like restaurants and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, local smaller businesses that want a dope ass fucking interior. Uh, hit this dude up and he does this fucking cool like uh, calligraphy type text and it's dope as fuck. <laughs> there's there's also something to be said about um, fucking uh, graffiti being the anti-art in that mm-hmm. artists and what art has been made, remembered, curated and um, uh, made archival, which archival just means lasting long, um, has been produced by a small specific amount of people have chosen the artists that get produced for all of humanity. Graffiti is for the people. Anybody can make it. You go out in the streets. You don't ask permission. You do it without the curator, without Mm. the producer, without the agent, without the king hiring you, without the church hiring you it's the opposite of what an artist has been throughout all of human time it's 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 almost the 
It's the act of making art without having to be dubbed an artist. You don't have to be an artist to do graffiti, mm -hmm. but by doing graffiti, you might just come out as an artist. Right. Okay. On the other side of it, the bourgeoisie and the mainstream might want what you've learned mm -hmm. through this thing that you didn't ask them permission to learn. So it is deeper in that sense, too. Tight. <laughs> and then uh, let's talk about twerk music. You say you've been like, oh. you've been twerking a lot lately? Not per se. I wish I could twerk. I have a. I, I would have a, learn. I have no ass. Neither. So squats to twerk with. And it's. You I'm, have an ass. I, don't, I have an ass. It's wide. It's not big. It's not <laughs> popping. No thing. <laughs> You know, it's not the booty I want. Oh. And I'm just like, I could look better. Could so be twerk better. music is like a grass is greener on the other side thing? No, I just like the beats. Like, twerking is just like what I was watching. And then I'm like, that's pretty tight. And then the music was dope. And I'm like, what song is that? And now I want that song. Just banging that twerk music, huh? Hell like yeah. Nasty Nat. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, that sounds familiar. I'm like, wait, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nasty Nat on YouTube. She's pretty fucking good. Like, she said she's Russian? I believe so. Not 100%. I, do my, I didn't do my research before I started talking about What's up with Russian this. twerk artists? Why do you think the know. Russians are so into twerking? I have no fucking clue, but there's like an unlimited amount of classes that they have and like twerk teams and twerk competitions like cheerleading here. In the and twerking's States. definitely related to hip hop, right? Yeah. Well, yes. Yes. Because you were talking about how, like, um, to get heard as an underground artist, you need your shit played in a strip club. Mm -hmm. Who they get to dance in the videos? Probably yeah. strippers. Who do what? Twerk. And if you have a dope video where a girl's twerking and they shoot it in a cool way, that's going to catch on. Totally. And, and twerking, I mean, you don't even have to. You can twerk in a fucking nun outfit. You don't have to. Be a stripper. Yeah, you don't have to have no clothes on to twerk. Yes. I feel like, well, twerking. Just like the blues, and just like all the, uh, all, you know, the majority of the, the, the inheritance of hip hop comes from African culture. I'm sure that if we traced it back twerking and did like a thorough analysis of it, there's probably some region of Africa that that place twerks somewhat, and then some white dude saw it and. Right. Stole it, or that person was stolen and then brought to America, and then generations <laughs> they did that dance because it right. represented their heritage, and slave owners tried to stop it. Yeah. And somehow it's turned into right. twerking. Yeah. That's <laughs> that is a very possible, pro like highly probable fucking probable. story. Yeah. Uh, that's funny, but like, I don't know, it's just like the type of music that happens to be in my ears that I'm just fucking banging in my car when I'm like driving down the street. Shit's tight. Well, well and then you, you what was that? The Todrick Hall? Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, there's a question about that. I'm like, uh, nip, lips, hair, nail, shit. What the another, fuck? another area. If you, if y'all aren't familiar with Todrick Hall, he, he, he's the, this, this, uh, this... Is he drag king queen? I don't know if he is. This is the first video I've ever seen yeah. of him. I just started following him on Instagram. But yeah, Todrick Hall. He dropped uh, this music video. Nails, hair, hips, heels. Yeah. And he, he's queer, gay specifically. 
yeah. and the video is gay as fuck. <laughs> it's and, fucking cool and shit. And it's pretty dope. Yeah. And it's it's house music. Mm-hmm. And but he's he acts like an MC for like half of it. Yeah. Shouting out moves and like dance moves that the gay community knows. Yeah, and there's kind of dance battle aspects of it. And yeah. Stuff, which is which is a, a very key to house. And for those of you that don't know, like at the the birth of hip hop, regardless of what a lot of MCs and hip hop heads might want to admit, the the queer uh, house music and queer black culture that existed in New York at that same time was mingling with the hip hop community at that time. You know, some people weren't fucking with <laughs> with each other, but uh, a lot of people were because that's mm-hmm. where. You know, even to this day, like um, the the clubs in San Diego uh, that play hip hop, a lot of times it's on one night. They have a hip hop night, mm-hmm. they have a goth night, and they have like a, a, a gay night, or they have like you know all these different nights. And those are the nights that attract the crowds that aren't the quote unquote mainstream. Right. And that's the same thing in the '70s when hip hop was made. A lot of goth people were mingling with hip hop people or mingling with queer people mm-hmm. and that's why you get like the if you look at like a ball which is where people vogue and it's where uh queer people ex- express themselves they kind of battle the same way as like a get down does right in the bronx in the 70s blah 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 <laughs> and i'm just thinking it was like maybe it wasn't like direct like for there's probably like hundreds of closeted uh, gay men who work in the hip hop scene who would like sneak out and go to these like yeah. uh, drag party. I'm not sure what they're called. Sorry. Balls. Balls. And um, like express themselves that way. And it's just like they take and steal. And I don't know. They probably that's mm-hmm. how like things incorporated. Like they did something they probably saw at the get down and went over to the ball and just like went, what the fuck is that? And that mm-hmm. So I think it's part of it too. The. Uh, I won't call them scared, but the uh, closet people who venture out and kind of like bees and pollen. That's how they make fruit. What do you think these things are? I don't know how I came with this analogy just now, but like the closet people pollinate the rest of the culture and it, I think just it's better. Even though you shouldn't be closeted whenever you're ready to come out or whatever. But, you know, that shit helps. You mean, so you mean like as in like the... They'll, well, you ain't really closeted though if you're going to gay parties at night. Like, you, well, you're not telling anybody. You're trying to like yeah. change your name or whatever, something like that, or you sneak out and no one's. Closet. Like, I guess the closet's complicated in that way too, because yeah. you can be gay as fuck and not tell anybody. Yeah, and like, I'm like, you don't have to. I know nothing about this. It's just an idea I had that's not even really forged out. It was just like, hey, this is interesting, and it's like made sense to me. Yeah, but I guess yeah. The well, I mean. When you think of one of the the, the godfathers of hip hop being African Mbada, mm-hmm. who was also found to be like a gay pedophile, ah, like a, mm. assaulted many young men. Uh, Yikes! It's not that queer culture is connected to pedophilia. That more of that he was attracted to men. Men. Yeah. He was. He was. He was probably. He was probably bi, or gay. Right. Um. And a pedophile, additionally. But, uh, yeah, so he's one of the godfathers. He's queer. <laughs> so is hip-hop gay? Is that a gay thing now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, expression is very queer. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, the 
the, I mean, yeah, we were talking about that show Pose, just the idea on that show that, you know, as a queer person, you have to pass as straight in certain neighborhoods, or as like a trans person, you have to pass as a woman in certain neighborhoods or situations, otherwise you'll die. Or as a black person, you have to pass as white in certain situations, yeah. or you have to <laughs> pass as nonviolent, which is white. <laughs> in, in situation passing is basically how white can you act <laughs> yeah so yeah there's a there's a and hip-hop is that thing that people want to express but is repressed and mm-hmm. so yeah there's a lot of connections in the, the different cultures um moving on uh fuck you Lil Xan <laughs> that was a really <laughs> really like damn segue yeah. fuck you yeah I saw that video. Oh my god! I don't normally see this type of shit. Y'all know who Lil Xan is? Oh my god! Lil Xanax, Lil Xanny. Is that why? Is it Lil Xanax? Is that? Yeah. Oh my god! Because he pops Xannies. I'm floored right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What well, What do y'all picture when you picture Lil Xan? Man, I, I knew his face. A white kid with face tattoos. I remember seeing him. I was like, that looks zannied out. Yeah, yeah, that's what you get. Just some high kid. But anyways, he's he's had haters throughout his career because oh I hate him. He talks shit on on Tupac. It's and, not why, but and, it's why. And, and other legends, as a lot of like new school people do. Um, uh, uh, new school like fuckboy kind of like 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 <laughs> like, you know like pop hop, like weird. Right. The ones who don't like identify as hip hop or whatever. Yeah, they just like, like do hip hop. Rappers that don't identify as hip hop artists. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. call me hip hop, you know you're doing hip hop. Yeah, but Lil Xan, he talks shit on Tupac, so he has a lot of people that hate on him because yeah. talking shit on Tupac means you're basically talking shit on all of black culture and participating in it yeah, at the same time. Especially the West Coast. Yeah, you're just a <laughs> big ass contradiction. Yeah. So he posted the other night. Like, oh, this shit's about to drop. Someone has a video of me. Just know that they're a bitch. And, <laughs> and you know, Tupac is still a bitch. And and blah, blah, blah. Just, like, backing up his shit. Oh, and then God. a video drops the, the other day of uh, someone at a gas station. They were talking shit to Lil Zan because and he talked shit on hip-hop. And then Lil Zan pulls out a gun on him. And Ed starts talking all this fuckboy shit. Yeah. And he's, what, what did he say? He was like, he's like, get out of here. Get the fuck out of here, man. Fuck you, N-word. Yeah, fuck you, nigga. I was just like, nah, what the fuck? Yeah, and he's light. He's, he's lighter like skinned than me. Fuck, dude. I was like, is he, is he any kind of ethnicity? <laughs> He's, 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 I think he's Mexican. I think he's like a quarter Mexican. Oh, man. Let's talk about like the bare minimum. He's probably Puerto Rican with my luck. <laughs> we get really confused. Oh, man, dude. Um, like, bare minimum of fucking saying inward. It's just like, oh, uh, yeah. I'm like a quarter fucking. But uh, he, he pulled a gun and he's like, look at my car. Yeah, he had look nothing at my car. to say. It was kind That's of true. funny. Like, I guarantee the dude who was recording that shit was like, I've had guns pulled on me before, dude. Like fucking uh, Jules Verne in Pulp Fiction. He's yeah. like, I shake the shadow of your ego, but I've had a gun pulled yeah, on me. Yeah, and that was before. the funny thing. Uh, so yeah. on World Star Schmidt Schmop, fucking uh, the comments on, they reposted Lil Zan's tweet, like, 
hey, this shit's about to drop, fuck Tupac, fuck this dude. And everybody, all their comments on the internet on World Star Hip Hop were like, Lil Xan who? This dude is irrelevant. Fuck Lil Xan. Why are we talking about him? Blah, blah, blah. Right. Natural. That's normal. That's exactly Fuck what should that happen. Mm-hmm. And then once the video drops and he pulls a gun on him, now most of the top comments were like, that dude changed his voice real quick as soon as Lil Xan pulled a gun. Lil Xan toting. That dude's a pussy. Yo, he, he changed his voice real quick. Like, like, and this dude basically, once Lil Xan pulled a gun, he... He, he got a little calmer, walked yeah. a couple feet away, and then called him a bitch. Again. <laughs> and told him. And Lil Xan was still pointing the gun at him. Yeah. He was so, like, pull the gun again, steal that shit. And he's talking all that shit. I was just like, dude. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. I don't even know where this is. For some reason, I feel like it was Los Angeles. <laughs> I, I would have walked away. Regardless of if I think Lil Xan is going to pull the trigger or not. Yeah. He sure. has a fucking gun, and I don't at that point. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Uh, let, me, let me give you an analysis of what I saw. When uh, these fucking comments. That doesn't make you a fuckboy at that point. Yeah. That makes you fucking smart. Oh, yeah, running? No, what I was thinking was. Lil Xan's definitely the fuckboy at oh, that point. Oh, he's definitely a little bitch, dude. It was so funny. Like, it was such a bitch move to pull that gun. Um, when. This is my analysis of what happened. As soon as that gun pulled out, yes, the camera went down and he was like, oh shit, dude has a gun, but dude's in the back down. Not really, but he was cautious. It was funny. Uh, First thing uh, Lil Xan did when he pulled out the gun was take steps back. Like, that's not... Start calling him Lil Karen. That was some Karen at the barbecue <laughs> shit. That was some barbecue Becky shit. Barbecue Wasn't Becky. Wasn't it? Yeah. He, he, felt, he felt fucking... Uh, he was scared to pull out his scared. fucking gun. He can't, like, man up or square up, man up. Sorry. He can't be like, he can't be like yeah. well, I'm a young rapper and I needed clout, so I have to diss Tupac. Like, he can't, <laughs> he can't be real. So he has nah. to pull out a gun. Yeah, and it, that was like, there wasn't even anything. Like I would have taken, I would have like taken my ass kicked for like talking shit like that. I don't need, I don't want to pull a gun. Like, and everybody then, likes Tupac. The most racist people I know like Tupac. Really? That's that's a fucking statement. <laughs> <laughs> but what gets me, man, is like. Back in the day, like Tupac, real niggas, if you pulled a gun, everybody knew that pop, like shots were going to pop the fuck off. Like, this dude pulled it out just to shut people up. No, it's not what happens. If you pull that shit, you bust that shit. I mean, if he sh- if he would have shot him, if that would have been if awful. That would have been terrible, yeah, and he would have been in jail and all that kind of shit. But um, if, you, if you listen to hip-hop, like, probably Lil Xan doesn't listen to much, like, anything else. But if you listen to old-school hip-hop, they always talk about if you pull that shit, bust that shit. Or if you, like... Please don't make me pull out my gun because if I do, I'm gonna have to fucking shoot you. There's all these type of warning and like not warnings, but yeah, like he didn't even have to do that too. Yeah, he could have just shown the gun. That's what a lot of people do. They do that in movies a lot. That's like effective. He's like, oh that, shit. That I would have respected a lot more. Yeah. If, if he would have just like cussed the dude out, shown the gun, and then walked away. Yeah. But the fact that you have to like take it out and point, he's pointing it directly at him like and talking shit to him at the same time. Yeah, it was terrible. That means you're provoking. The dude to come to you more. Yeah, like that was just some bitch made shit, dude. Like that was that was just. <laughs> and he's like, look at my car, look at my car. Yeah, like he jealous and shit. Like, and nah, he gets man. in the passenger seat. And... Right, because he's probably high and his girl's not. <laughs> yeah. And that's... his girl was trying to like back him up or pull him away too and shit. That, that was just that like. Dude's... What a... It's too much labor. We need to be paid to talk about this yeah. anymore. Dad, it was just some. 
straight up bullshit. <laughs> what about some local shout outs? Who who you who you want to give a shout out oh, to? Oh man, you had, like what is that? Tuck, tickle, tackle. Oh, what the fuck is his name? T E K E L. Local saw, graph writers. Yeah, what the what was it? The shit. What was his crew name? Fuck. Was that the one acre? That was the other one. There's like two people. What's that? Let me let me let me find my shit right quick. Let me find my shit right quick. Tekel and Gusa. Gusa? Yeah. G-U-S-A Gusa, the one A crew. And then oh, it was a DK crew. What was that throwies on a truck? You yeah. Saw? Where was um, that at? That was on oh shit, what street was that? That's Clarence Boulevard. Yeah, over by the adult bookstore. Shout out Tekel. <laughs> Shout out Gussa. Yeah. Your throwies look pretty good. I like that that uh radioactive yellow and that uh is that like a Green. what kind of orange is that? They're yellow. Is that like a yellow? Yeah. It's uh, definitely like a banana yellow kind of thing going on there. <laughs> the neon green, you know. I'd love to have some like uh you know they have like flavored markers. They should have some some flavored spray paint, <laughs> like where it smells like a banana and it's yellow. I would love to like do that, that a, a throwy in an elevator and just make it smell like a big banana. Yeah, the only thing is I think people get high because like of the toxic toxins in the fucking spray paint. And then thank me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also give a shout out to another local guy. This dude was on my fucking block and I thought it was funny. Uh, Papoose. Papu. Yeah, that was name. Fucking me, Papoose. Uh, yeah, straight up on electrical box. P A, P A P U S. Would you say that shit is toy or experimental? Um, the one in the box is kind of toy, like, but it's such a weird angle, and it was on the corner, like. Yeah. So it was like different levels. It's weird that the the he. But there's no style to it. This the one in the curb is alright. Yeah, that's just fine. Yeah. The the well. I'll, Got buffed today. It has like two big letters and two small letters in that tag. And that's funny. That's a lot. That's a common impulse to a lot of people nah. to write almost like the periodic table as a tag kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see a lot of people want to do that. I guess it's because you like capitalize letters. And yeah, like old English kind of thing. Yeah, I think it depends on like what words you like in capital versus lowercase because mm-hmm. you can switch them up. The um, traditional writers would say that's toy because everything should be kind of symmetrical-ish. Yeah, I was I was I was aiming that way when I was when I'm working. It's like everything's gotta be the same size. Fuck, my E's mm-hmm. all fucked up. <laughs> I fucking hate symmetricality, and then I've worked my way to it. I I, I think there has to be like an evenness to the unsymmetrical, like an A A A. What's it fucking called? A A A. Asymmetrics. Oh, oh asymmetrical. Yeah, asymmetrical. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like, if I can get that right, then I'm, like, all for it. But it has to look a certain way. And I try to mimic certain, like, letters and stuff like that. And if I can come up with my own while trying to mimic it, that's even better. Yeah. But there's sometimes I'll even come back to something I thought looked like shit before, and it's great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a weird process of trying to find, like, that right thing. Well. What's that? No, what are you working on? I think it's the last thing we're talking about. What are you working on? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I ain't working on any. Well, okay. I got a project in the works, a heaven spot. Oh. A heaven spot from my childhood neighborhood that I'm trying to hit. It's kind of a, a, an abandoned area, and I've been practicing my lock picking. 
and ah. I'm gonna make some type of container to transport heavy weight for paint. <laughs> and uh, we gonna bomb that shit. <laughs> That's what I've been working on. Yeah, I can't. I don't have anything in particular. Not a spot. You said you got a new face though. Yeah, yeah, I got a new character. I call him Oink. Obviously, exactly what it's gonna be. You wanna get sponsored by Oink? You know what? I wanna test their shit out, and like, like it wasn't that expensive. Like when I was looking yeah. at like supplies and shit, I'm like, huh, hmm, uh-huh. cool. Um, but yeah, just somehow I was doing my normal character, and I'm like, or no, I was trying to make letters, and I was doing a tag with um, my names. I'll be talking about that soon enough later. But um, there's an O in it. And then I try to make it like, oh, an actual O and a three letter oh. or whatever. And then I'm like, this looks like a, like a fucking pig. And so I made it look like a pig. I'm like, oh my God, I love it. And then Oink was just the natural thing that came to mind. And it's not like a diss at cops or whatever, but uh-huh. I'll totally use it to, you know. Have you seen cops. the Oink Ink tag? Because Oink was a writer. Oh, shit. No, really. Okay. Um, did not know that. Um, I'm not sure if I've seen a tag. But I've seen the ink, but I'm gonna look it up. I, I think it. I think Oink was. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I've I've seen a couple of like uh, short docs on like their ink making process. Oh, whatnot. really? Yeah. So uh, now that season two is underway, right? How often are we gonna do these things? <laughs> um, shit. I don't know. But what 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 should I mean our thousands of fans our are expecting fans. new material, right? New material. They're so thirsty. Yeah, they are. Uh, I wanna say once a week if you're lucky. Once <laughs> yeah. per two if uh, expect once every two weeks. Maybe. I agree. Yeah. We might like record some on like a bunch on one day and then like release them one at a time. Yeah, so look for a new toy talk to come at you maybe every week. Maybe every week. <laughs> maybe every two weeks. Maybe every two weeks. Yeah. Definitely once a month. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's doable as fuck. We can do mm-hmm. we can do once a month. <laughs> we'll probably <laughs> do more than that. But Yeah, we want to do more than that, but you know, fucking we gotta make money. I get lazy and depressed. Yeah. I do too. <laughs> I do too. Oh man. Yeah. Straight up. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah. Toy Talk. Coming at you every month. New topics. New hip hop. Culture you didn't know about. Culture you didn't know about. Things you wanted to talk about. Things we wanted to talk about. What else, Steve? Um, whatever pops in your head, man. Like, one thing leads to another. They're connected somehow. Representing San Diego. Yup. Representing people at Mesa College. Word. Representing people doing graffiti around the world. Keep spraying. Keep playing. Keep running. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. We'll go play some tools now. What can I see? That's not real. Hit, hit the trash can. <laughs>
Peace.